We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast sponsored by Underdog, Rival Fantasy, and Vivid Seats. It's Thursday, November 9th. I'm Doc. He's Rick. We've got a lot to talk about after a 14-game night that saw several key players go down with injuries. So, let's get to it, Rick. It's the OGs at your service. Make comments, guys. Get on in here and make comments. We'll be answering your questions later on. It's Rick Hamla. It's Steve Alexander. Goats, OGs, um, reacting to a 14-game night in the NBA. Holy cow. So I, I go through all the news. I watch all the games. I got, uh, you know, this. I, I go through the box scores and uh, and stuff that just catches my eye. I, write, I mean, we're not going to get to it all. Uh, but we're going to get to as much of it as we can. But last night was one of the biggest nights of the entire year in the NBA, 14 games. Let's start, uh, Steve, with Tyler Hero blowing a tire, ankle injury. He's already talking about missing a couple of weeks. Kyle Lowry took off last night, 17 points, 11 rebounds, nine assists, throwback game for the future Hall of Famer. And, you know, he's on waivers, or was, I haven't checked it this morning, in the Camp Dynasty, the Dynasty League that we're both in, that I run. Um, I messed around with Lowry early. I, it's just nickels and dimes, right? It's five points, it's five rebounds, it's six assists, one steal, one three. I, I can't work with that, okay? So now we get the spike game from Lowry in Hero's injury game. So is this just a one-game anomaly, Dr. A, or are you believing in Kyle Lowry right now, and are you going to pick him up? Uh, I don't know if it's a one-game anomaly or not. I'm not picking him up. He's like 38 years old, 36, 50. Might as well be 56 at this point. Why you ain't shaming, man? Come on, we're the OGs, bro. And then last year, he he just was never reliable. He was never around. He was – I just can't, man. That 17-11-9 is tempting. But honestly, there's another old guy I'd rather pick up, and his name's Reggie Jackson. We'll talk about him later. Um, I'd rather pick up Duncan Robinson, who oh. played 35 minutes last night. I, mm-hmm. I'd rather have one of those two guys than, than Lowry, honestly. Very interesting. I'd have my eye on Duncan Robinson. Out of the rotation last year, played his way back into the rotation in the playoffs. 
Uh, he's been coming off the bench, playing about half the game, making two plus threes per game. You're not going to get other goodies. He's a specialist, right? Like Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, if you need points and threes, then go get him. And if you know you need other stuff, then he's not your guy. Um, I I agree with you, Steve. Um, there there are guys, and we'll get to Reggie here in, in just a second. Um, I would rather have Reggie Jackson than Kyle Lowry. I just, I can't I can't get with it, man. I can't. I feel like the next game for Kyle Lowry is going to be eight points, five rebounds, seven assists, one steal, and one three. Right? Yeah. Like, okay, like I see the line, but again, that's that's not. And you know, the shooting is going to be low uh, for Kyle Lowry. He's not an efficiency guy. He's going to kill you with the field goal percentage. I need to see more. Is where I'm at. So let's move on to Reggie Jackson here. Um, like when I saw the headline, I was like, what? Uh, that Jamal Murray is going to miss the rest of the month, right? I mean, we've got three weeks left in this month. Like, that was just weird to me. We're, we're not getting a, he's going to miss two to four weeks. He's going to miss the rest of this month. Um, and, and that's a buzzkill. That, and and I don't know how much of it is bubble wrap, how much of it is actual injuries. Obviously, the guy's dinged up here um, with this hamstring injury. It's going to keep him out. Reggie Jackson, guys, get him now. He is rostered in 12% of Yahoo leagues. 12%. And this was his third start last night, taking over for Jamal Murray. He had 20 points, six assists, three threes last night. In three starts for Murray, he's gone 16 points, seven points, and 20 points. And seven of 16 on threes, which is, uh, I think, 44%. Um, So I I think Reggie Jackson, he's not like, a league winner pickup here, Steve. But uh, over the next month or so, I think you're going to get some goodies from Reggie. So sing the people a song about the old head Reggie Jackson. Yeah, you know, Kreitz and I were talking about this on Tuesday. Um, you're not going to get a lot of steals. You're not going to get blocks. It, it, he's sort of like Kyle Lowry, uh, juiced up Kyle Lowry, I guess. So it's not like he's going to win your league for you and change change the game. But... The fact that you were talking about Jamal Murray is out through November. Didn't didn't what's his name have a have a song about that, Rick? The the dude from uh the Fugies. I don't know really much about that. I thought you were going with the Rose in November Rain. That's where I thought you were. No, Wyclef 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 John or Gene or whatever. He he has a song called Gone Till November. Okay. Uh I guess that's Jamal Murray's new theme song. But and it is weird that Woj worded it as or Malone is like, oh no, he's out through November. Like that's the first time I've ever seen a coach use a month to to say that the guy's out. Anyway, we know that Reggie Jackson is the only guy they have to start at point guard um, when Jamal Murray's hurt, and Reggie Jackson still has a chip on his shoulder, still loves to play NBA basketball, still seems to have fire and passion. I just like I just like the fact he gets out there and goes after it, and I think. I think he's going to put up solid numbers until December. I agree. Um, You know, you're looking at guys probably 15 points, five assists, 1.9 threes per game, maybe a steal per game. Again, it's not league winner stuff, but you can't leave him on waivers right now. He's he's way better than um, just chilling out there doing that on waivers. And somebody else in your league will get him. So if you need a PG, um, go get him. Now, there's another PG that has surfaced on waivers, and, and let's weigh him against Kyle Lowry and Reggie Jackson. His name is Skylar Mays. And a lot of people, uh, Doc, watching the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, Skylar freaking Mays, who is that? <laughs> well, he's an LSU guy. 
Um, he played there with, uh, I believe he was on that team with Nas Reed, and they had the little dude, the point guard. Why is his name escaping me? He's the steel guy. Can't make it in the league. Ah, I can't think of his name. But uh, anyway, um, Skylar Mays, 18 points and 11 assists last night, two steals, taking over for Malcolm Brogdon, who was taking over for uh, Scoot Henderson, who was taking over for Anthony Simons. Guys, the Portland backcourt, this is a crazy glut of injury right now. Simon's out for a long time. He had surgery, okay? Uh, Scoot Henderson out, God knows how long. And Brogdon just picked up a hamstring last night. We know how these injuries go. <clears throat> so, Scholar Mays to the rescue. They did not win the game because Jeremy Grant was missing shots in overtime. He had a fabulous game, but he missed some really uh, important shots deep into overtime. Malik Monk went off late and, and Sack got the win. But uh, but Scholar Mays here, 18 and 11, two steals. And, and it's giddy up, Dr. A. Like, there's nobody in his way for playing time. Uh, you know, he was over talking with Chauncey Billups a lot. Chauncey's getting him up to speed. Chauncey knows, yo, this is my guy right now. Like, like it or not, G League or not, um, this is the guy right now. So give me your priority with Kyle Lowry, Reggie Jackson, and Skylar Mays on waivers. Uh, well, that's that's interesting. Um <laughs> I think it depends on how deep your league is. Like twelve team leagues, I think these are maybe borderline guys. Like you got to have somebody on your roster that you want to drop to pick one of them up. Uh, I need to see Skylar Mays do that again before I'm going all in. I think I think I trust Reggie and his minutes a little more than I do Skylar Mays. Uh, plus the Blazer stuff, Shadon Sharp, who is more of a two guard, but they were playing him as a one. Um, but all those injuries in Portland, man, like Malcolm Brogdon, a hamstring injury at his age and his injury history, it's two or three weeks possibly, you know, on Brogdon. And Brogdon was playing well, so that's kind of sad. Uh, Mays is the the outlier here because he's young and those other two guys are old. So I am intrigued by Skylar Mays. I'm very intrigued by what he did last night. I think Malik Monk in the same game had – a double-double, right? Uh, like 23, 20 6, and 10. Yeah, he was fabulous. So you had two guys go double-double off the bench in the same game, which hadn't been done since, like, Jordan and somebody, like, a long time ago. So that was kind of cool. But, uh, I yeah, I, I guess if I was going to take a flyer on one of those three guys, I'd probably start with Skylar Mays just, just because he's young and, and Portland's so banged up. Portland has nothing to play for. They have no reason not to play Skylar Mays 35 minutes a night. Mays is the pickup here, guys. I go Mays, then Jackson, then Lowry uh, on waivers right now. Um, he's a talented player. I've seen him play. I mean, he doesn't suck, right? He's not just some ham and egger. Like, he, he's got some go. He's got some length to him. Um, he was with the Hawks for a minute. And, uh, and look, I don't know all that much about this guy. But he had 18 and 11 last night, and there's just nobody home. All of these guys are out. Three, uh, one slash twos for Portland are out. So, um, and, and I like the upside here. I think there's more upside with um, Skylar Mays. I was saying on NBA radio the other day, Doc, I'm not a floor guy. I'm a ceiling guy. Mm -hmm. uh, we were debating Bam Adebayo versus Anthony Davis. And if you're a floor guy, then you want Bam. He's got a much higher floor than Davis. Davis has a much higher ceiling, and I'm a ceiling guy. I'm a swing for the fences guy. I'm a grab the dice at the craps table and roll them down the table guy, um, and and not like conservative in that way. So I'd rather go for it with Skylar Mays. I think there's going to be more uh, more pop there for you guys. Um, Devin Vassell, Steve, as we talk about the developments of last night in a 14 game 
um, NBA slate. Uh, it's Rick Kamla, Steve Alexander, the OGs here on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. What the hell were they doing with Devin Vassell last night with San Antonio? This guy's been a rock star this year. Um, injured, comes back sooner than I thought, frankly. 12 minutes off the bench. What the hell? Like, I, Pop said he was going to miss a while, so that was erroneous. Um, was he even ready to come back if you dipped his toe in the water for 12 minutes? I just didn't get that, uh, Doc. And, uh, and I'm... I'm actually, I'm watching the game last night, right? Um, the Wemby game at the guard and all this kind of thing. Wemby absolutely wet the bed in the first half last night um, and, and helped his stat line a little bit in the second half. Um, and I see Devin Vassell out there, right, with the, uh, he's got the, I don't know, the bun on top and kind of the hair sticking out on top. And I'm like, it's like, he's one of the only guys in the league that has that look. So I'm like, wait, is that Devin Vassell? Is he back? Did I miss this? And so I see Devin Vassell out there, and then this morning I look at the box where he played 12 freaking minutes. Can you help me understand what the hell is going on here? No, not really. Uh, it's the new pop, I guess. The, the old pop would have never put Devin Vassell out there. <laughs> Good point. For 12 minutes. Uh, the new pop <laughs> plays Wimby every night. He plays yeah. Devin Vassell when he shouldn't. Um, yeah, I saw I saw a pregame buzz. Uh, pregame Twitter was... Uh, Alive with Devin Vassell is going to warm up and see if he can go to uh, Devin Vassell warmed up and he is going to go. And then Devin Vassell played 12 minutes of nothing. Uh, Spurs, Spurs are bad. I, I don't know. I don't know why they played him for 12 minutes, Rick. All right. So he's got really nothing on that. I just want to let y'all know that I'm rocking some Rotowire swag today here. Uh, shout out to Alan uh, for sending me a swag bag. I love a swag bag and it's very, very nice stuff. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 
Um, we are the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Rick Kamla and Steve Alexander. Let's go to Utah, Steve. This is this is the one we we probably should have been talking about this uh, in the above point guard discussion, right? Well, let's add him to the mix here. Keontae George, um, the uh, rookie out of Baylor uh, for Utah, first round pick, uh, played well in the summer league, caught our eye, and uh, coming into the year, I played had some moments in the preseason as well. Now, there's a funny backstory to this. Um, I just flipped Taylor Horton Tucker um, into a really premium asset in the Cam Dynasty. And I was joking with Doc on uh, Twitter. I actually tried to unload Taylor Horton Tucker on Steve Alexander, and he was not having it, okay? And so I found a member of our league. Um, and, and I, I mean, it's not like I, I heisted or anything. I gave up Clarkson, who had 33 last night, but he's been awful this year like I, I had to get out on the Clarkson thing man um and THT and a third round pick in next year's dynasty draft um which really isn't that valuable to be honest with you it's a 14 team league and so you're getting super deep in the weeds in the third round um to me that's it's kind of a nothing type of pick anyway um THT Clarkson and a third for OG on and Obi and why why am I going for OG? Well, fantasy gold, of course. Uh, he's uh, two and a half to three threes per game. He's going to be one and a half to two steals per game. Ooh la la! He's a Camlet type of guy. All right. So and Doc was like, you know, giving me you know crap and stuff. And I'm like, you watch me turn THT into something. And it's so funny, Doc, that right after doing that trade, boom, THT's out of the starting lineup and Keontae George is in the starting lineup. I did not know that. I do not have a direct line to Will Hardy. I didn't even check with David Locke, their great radio announcer, right, to get some insider intel, and I'm very, very good at doing that. <laughs> you know, I'll reach out to Pete Pranica and all, all my play-by-play homies, Jason Jackson down in Miami, trying to get the inside scoop on these guys. But uh, that timing worked out just great for your boy, Cam. But talk to us about Keontae George. Um, he didn't really light up the box score last night, Doc. He had nine assists, but only seven points in 31 minutes. So where would you stack Keontae with Lowry, with Jackson, and with Skylar Mays? Well, it's interesting because um, the guys in Australia, um, oh, my gosh, Josh, uh, Red why, Ball. Why, why are we talking about guys in Australia? What, the, 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 the fantasy guys in Australia. They they were hyping up Keontae George. Um who are they and why do we care? Help me out. Are these the guys that run that league that I that I uh, bowed out yes, of? Is that yes, your time? Yes. Why are you bringing this up? These guys screwed me out of Wimby and I left the league. Why are you bringing this up, bro? I'm just because I wrote about it last week in my mailbag mailbag column for Rotowire. Everybody was asking questions about Keontae George. And I'm like, why is everybody asking about Keontae George? Who is hyping this guy up? I found out it was them. Uh, I wrote Twitter people. I wrote about it. I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm not ready to, <laughs> I'm not ready to pick him up and stash him just yet, but at least I'm aware that he's eventually going to take over for Taylor Horton Tucker. And then I had a bunch of Keontae questions in my mailbag question, uh, column that I wrote last night that is published today on rotowire and it was about keontae george and tht and just like with your trade timing the timing of that was weird that tht got benched last night keontae george is starting like this is the moment we've been waiting for for two weeks like to me i think he's the priority pickup out of all those guys we talked about i i would go george then Mays, uh then reggie and then 
Kyle Lowry at this point. And maybe we got to put the, the kid Lonnie Walker in there somewhere too because Cam Thomas got hurt. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, but Keontae George, the numbers haven't been that good this year. I looked at the summer league numbers. He must really pass the eye test. I haven't spent that much time watching him. But just based on the fact that Taylor Horton Tucker is the, – the THT plug has already been pulled, and it's November 8th yesterday. Uh, yeah, Keontae George is a guy I want to pick up. So um, I agree because there's more staying power here. Like this is probably his gig for the rest of the year. And he's probably not going to be a shutdown guy either, right? Because he's so young and needs so much development that he'll probably play after they shut down Clarkson and Markinen and these guys like they did last year. Utah sucks, okay? They just lost Kessler <laughs> for a while. They do. I mean, they're going nowhere. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. And uh, and so Keontae George is going to get a lot of playing time on a bad team. The efficiency is going to suck. We know this, okay? Um, it, it wasn't great last night. He was three of eight. Um, but there's going to be some raw numbers here, and there's going to be minutes played. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'd like to see him in the 30s, frankly, because you've got Sexton, you've got THT. They're not just going to not play him. Um, and you've got Clarkson as well. So you've got four guards for those two guard spots. But I would like to see them maybe get Keontae to 30, drop THT down to 18. As the backup, Chris Dunn uh, still kind of lurks in this in, in this mix as well. But there's more upside with Keontae George, more staying power. So I agree with Steve. I would put him above Skylar Mays as you stack your uh, prioritization with um, with the waiver wire. Uh, I, I want to talk with you here, uh, Steve. Let's add another guy to the mix here. Uh, Marcus Sasser, the rookie for Detroit. He's been really good now in three of the last four games. You've got Jaden Ivey, who's missed Steve, I believe, three games now with that illness. And I'm wondering if there's not something more dramatic going on here because Jaden Ivey should not be coming off the bench behind Killian Hayes. I think Monty Williams is nuts beyond nuts for how he's doing his starting lineup. Um, he is starting Osar Thompson, so he's the homie for that. Um, but if Bojan comes back and he moves Osar off the bench, I'm going to have a freak show meltdown on NBA radio and perhaps here. Um, but but Sasser's been really good. 19, 22, 7, and 26 has been his last four-game flow. Last night against Milwaukee, at five serve, he had 26 points, made 11 of 17 shots and was flexing and making fourth-quarter plays at Milwaukee, okay, in a game where Detroit had it and then let it go at the end. So where do you put Sasser uh, in the mix here with George and with Skylar Mays and all these guys? Well, before before the Mays and, and George break, uh, you know, breaks they caught last night, Sasser was the guy. I've been writing about him for the ESPN tip line and, and the – risers and fallers like he, he's been playing well for you know a couple weeks now and he's still one of those guys that you don't really hear about because he's in Detroit um you don't hear a lot about him because his name is Marcus Sasser and like you just don't people don't know who that is but he's been putting up numbers for a couple weeks now and uh, I've picked him up in a few leagues I've used him in DFS several times I wish I would have used uh Less Kelly Olynyk last night and more Marcus Sasser. I'll tell you that. But well, that, yeah, I, I like it. And I, and there is something weird going on with Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey should be one of the best offensive players on that team, and, and they they don't like him or they don't use him 
for whatever reason, and I'm with you, like, why is Killian Hayes starting over Jaden Ivey and getting all those minutes? So I, I, there, there's something weird about Jaden Ivey in Detroit. I will tell you exactly what's going on. Um, Monty Williams is coaching a win-tomorrow team to win today. That's what's going on here. He does not have a win-now team, but he's coaching it like he's got a win-now team. Okay, remember, we were starting Burks, Alec Burks, over Jaden Ivey. Remember, that, that happened this year. Like, what? What are you doing, bro? And I like Alec Burks. He's a bucket getter off the bench. He could play for me, but not over Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey's the top five pick in this league. He and Cade are the backcourt of the future, so we thought. I, I think Monty Williams is nuts for not starting Jaden Ivey. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. And I would not even be mad at the young fella if he were pissed and having conversations with his agent, um, to have conversations with the GM, to go over the coach's head. I would not even be mad at Jaden Ivey. This is garbage. Um, and Monty Williams has been talking about, you know, there's no promised minutes here. So what does that mean? Well, maybe there's been a little um, – Maybe Ivy's not playing quite as hard as Monty wants. I mean, here we go with Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton and all that bull crap, right? Mm -hmm. And so a wash, rinse, repeat now with Monty Williams and Jade and Ivy. Um, it, it drives me crazy. Um, so I want to uh, tee you up here, uh, Doc, uh, uh, on uh, on Cam Thomas here. And, and you mentioned Lonnie Walker, okay? Lonnie Walker had 21 points in 28 minutes last night. He was the player of the game. Okay, got the walk-off interview. They beat the Clippers in the second game with Harden. It was a whole Lonnie Walker thing, okay? And I'm not buying. I'm super leaving Lonnie Walker on waivers because I think the next game will be three. The next game will be eight. The next game will be 19. And then the next game will be five. And so I just don't trust Lonnie. Sell me on him. I, I don't know that I'm going to sell you on him. I know he had a good game last night. I know Cam Thomas went down. We also know that Cameron Johnson still has yet to, to come back, which that needs to happen soon for them. And somebody else is out for the Nets too, right? Who, who's the other one? Uh, um, Nick Claxton. Claxton, yeah. Claxton and, and Cameron Johnson are both out. So we haven't even seen the real Nets. Maybe the Cam Thomas train was going to slow down at some point anyway, but uh, I'm very upset as far as my 30 – 30-team league goes um, with losing Cam Thomas last night. I, he left the arena on a on some sort of device that allowed him to wheel himself around. And uh, Lonnie Walker had a good game. I think Lonnie Walker is going to play a lot. I think he's going to score some points, but I think it's probably going to be some empty fantasy lines, if I had to guess. Um so I, I I would consider picking up Lonnie Walker. I don't think you need to to break your neck to go out and try to try to make sure you get him. He's he's sort of a, a nice ad if he's sitting there kind of guy. Here's your deal with Lonnie Walker, guys. He's a streamer. Okay, it's a Thursday night. We've got three games. I need 15 points and two threes. Uh, because I'm a volume accumulator, like your wise guys, Doc and Cam. Like I'm not just sticking with my lineup. You got to go and fetch all those little um, cherries off the bottom of the tree. It'll add another 60 points and another 12 threes to your uh, weekly total, and, and probably put you over the top. Um, you know, always got to find those little holes to fill, um, and just keep hitting dudes with volume, volume, volume. And so that's who he is for me. Tuesday night, light night, um, maybe a four-game Sunday. There's not a lot going on, and you, you need that guy uh, to just give you a little bit more. He's a streamer to me. 
Um, are you worried about, lastly here, as we go through last night, and obviously there were a bunch of great performances, but, I mean, we're fantasy, all right? We go out into the weeds here, and, and we're trying to help you off the waiver wire. And, and how do you win in fantasy basketball leagues? On the fringes, okay? And so that's where we're going to live a lot with these podcasts. But um, Washington last night, Doc, they got a win at Charlotte. And Wes Unseld um, basically benched Tyus Jones and Jordan Poole. Uh, raising the minutes for DeLon Wright and Landry Shamit, and they were very good, and they got the win. One-game thing, or should we be worried about Tyus Jones and Jordan Poole here? Well, there was a lot of talk about Jordan Poole winning the, the scoring title this year and how he was going to get all the shots in Washington. He's averaging like 17 points a game, and and then last night happened. Um, and Ty, Tyus Jones, uh, nice little fantasy point guard, I think. Uh, I, I don't... I don't know that that they can bench those guys. I think if you I think if you trade Jordan Poole right now, you're you're letting him go at his lowest point. Um, I don't think you want you want to mess with Tyus Jones. I don't think you need to trade him. But Jordan Poole has been highly disappointing, and I would be lying uh, if I said I wasn't worried about it. Especially when I when I bet a jersey with my friend Noah that um, he would score more points a game than Luca. Uh, that's not looking very good right now. You know, I, I said on NBA radio um, last year when he was with the Dubs, I said, you get Jordan Poole in the right scenario, he's 25 points per game. That has not aged well for me. It has <laughs> not. Um, you know, he's eight points below that right now in a spot, Washington, where he should be able to just do what he wants, freelancing. You know, it's maybe even just the number two to Kuzma. You should still be able to go out there and get, I mean, dang, at least 22 points. Jordan Poole has been a massive disappointment. And he's getting outplayed by Denny Abdija every night. Uh, God, De De I know Denny's your guy. Denny wasn't very good last night, but by for the whole year, you are correct, sir. He's playing well. Hey, Rick, Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick'em contests. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six-month subscription to Rotowire. With promo code, this is different, RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today. Use promo code RWNBA to claim your free Rotowire subscription and deposit bonus. And I can tell you, Rick, that deposit bonus is real because Casey Alexander, my wife, was in a weird mood last night. She's like, what, what, what fantasy are you playing? And I was like, I, I got this underdog thing going where I I can I bet five dollars I can win four hundred and ten dollars. I, I picked like a five leg just super sleeper thing that did not hit, but it was there. And she's like, I want some of that. So she put twenty five ah! bucks in, got the twenty five dollar match. She's picking Trey Young oh, unders and stuff. It was pretty funny. Oh, that's hilarious, man! Yeah. Shout out to Casey. Uh, by the way, um, all right, Doc, uh, let's get into some players who have exceeded our expectations this year. Uh, we'll, we'll go back and forth here. Give me one here. It's Cam. It's Doc on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. You want me to give you one that's exceeded? That's exceeded. And we can, you know, go back and forth here and play a little bit of tennis with this. All we'll, right. we'll, you give one, I'll give one. We'll do it that way. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, well, there's so many to choose from. I'm going to go with Chet Holmgren. Looks real, thin man, whatever. Uh, putting up big numbers. Wemby's been fun too. Wemby and Chet. I mean, 
I think they are bringing us everything that we had hoped for. Wimby was terrible last night, uh, but we've seen a game where he wasn't terrible at all, and he had this crazy confidence thing going when he had that 38-10 and 10 against the Suns, and it's just – that is rookie NBA basketball. They're going to – both guys are going to be a little up and down at times, but I think if you drafted Chet Holmgren or you drafted Victor Wembanyama, you're pretty happy with, with what you got. There's no question about it, um, especially in dynasty leagues, man. These guys, look, I am, um, I'm having an epiphany with the body thing. I'm not worried about it. Um, you know, we think about guys like Sean Bradley and these, you know, it, may he rest in peace, right? And these these guys that, um, you know, th- their bodies just didn't hold up. It was a different time. I mean, you had brutes out there. You had Shaq and Alonzo and these guys, right? Rick like they're. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's no Shaq, there's no Zoe now, right? Embiid is, you know, probably the the biggest, thickest dude, and he kind of sort of lives on the perimeter. Um, you know, Kevin Durant has been just fine, right? Couldn't, you know, bench press 225 or whatever that myth was. And, uh, I mean, he's a top 20 guy who's ever played the game. Um, so I'm not worried about Chet. I'm not worried about Wemby with the body. I'm not. It's, it's that I, and, and you guys know this, uh, Tim Duncan taught us this, uh, when Tim Duncan started taking off weight and every year towards the end of his career, come back, he'd be skinnier and skinnier and skinnier. Like my God, dude, eat a hamburger. Right. Well, he didn't want to be carrying extra weight like Greg Oden, right? Why did Greg Oden blow tire after tire and then leave the league? Because he was too heavy. Okay. So it being light and being sleek is the way of today's game. So I'm not worried about their bods. Um, Chet Holmgren, 17. He he's a guy for me too that succeeded expectation. Guys, I thought Chet was going to be good. I really did. I didn't see this. Um, 17, 8, and 3. Okay, I might have seen that. That that doesn't shock me. 2.5 blocks. All right, like that's pretty much in line with what I saw. One steal per game. Okay, cool. 1.93s. Ding. I did not see that, Doc. I did not see Chet Holmgren rocking two threes a game. On 56% from three, he's 56% overall and 90% from the line. He's not 50-40-90. He's 55-55-90 through two-plus weeks. This has been crazy uh, from Chet. Um, And, look, the debate for me is if I went back and redid the, what is that, the 2022 draft, am I still taking Paulo Bancaro over Chet Holmgren? I don't know. It keeps me up at night. Um, I love Paula Bancaro. I mean, I freaking love him, okay? But he is not a combination of rim protection and three-point shooting, which I'm absolutely obsessed with. And Chet is. So that's a debate that's going on in my head. That's tennis that's going on in my brain right now. Um, let me give you a guy. Doc, uh, as we talk about players who have exceeded our expectations here on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, Jalen Johnson of your Atlanta Hawks. Um, Jalen Johnson. Wow. He just keeps getting better. He's got three consecutive games with double-digit rebounds, okay? And I believe we're done with the Sadiq Bay Jalen Johnson starting lineup yo-yo thing. I think we're done with that, okay? Jalen Johnson's going 14 points, nine rebounds, three assists, 1.3. I didn't write it down here. I think that's steals. <laughs> um, I think he's just below a block per game. He's right around a three per game. Um He's he's looking P.J. Washington-ish with better rebounding. He's also looking John Collins-ish. He's shooting 58% from the field, 32% on threes, and that will come up, and he's 63% from the line. Um, so we've got some efficiency issues there, but dang. 
Um, is is he the sleeper of the year, Doc? I mean, he, he kind of is for me. Like, I mean, he's been um, – he was a, a sort of preseason, let's see where we're going with this. And now, I mean, I, I can't get him out of my lineup in the Cam Dynasty. So Jalen Johnson has greatly exceeded my expectations. Me too. And, and he passes the eye test. Like, when you watch the Hawks play, he looks like the best player on the court not named DeJounte and Trey. And, and he's running the floor so much – yeah, like you compared him to 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 those big guys. Uh, um, what's his face? The guy, John Collins, PJ Washington, and PJ Washington. Those are like big guys, but they don't run the floor like Jalen Johnson does. Jalen Johnson is trailing behind Trey and Dejounte, and they're feeding him these lobs and alley oops, and he's he's having a, a nightly dunk show for us on on Bally Sports and. Uh, if Sadiq Bay wasn't around right now, Jalen Johnson would be talked about all over the league. But he, he he's just he's not getting quite enough minutes to take that next step. But I think they're coming. So I love Jalen Johnson. And he's somebody I didn't draft in a single league. But as soon as I started watching the Hawks play real games this year, I was like, uh, this guy's real. He's, he's going to be awesome. All right, so uh, so we're both digging what we're seeing from Jalen Johnson. Give the people here on the Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, Steve Alexander, uh, another player who's exceeded your expectations. I'm going to do that, but first I'm going to tell you about rival fantasy. LeBron <laughs> versus Jordan. LeBron versus Jordan. Magic <clears throat> versus Bird. Barkley versus McHale. Basketball synonymous with legendary player rivalries. They make the game more fun. They give fans the storylines that raise the stakes every time those players meet on the court. Or come up in conversation. Now, every player matchup and head-to-head debate can be settled on rival fantasy. This NBA season, you can play challenges where you decide which NBA player will score more fantasy points in their next game. Play the rival fantasy in-house challenges or create your own. Get a friend in the mix with customizable social challenges. Sign up at joinrival.com slash rotowire now and get a $200 deposit match. It's time to step up to the challenge on rival fantasy. See you in the arena. Rick, Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder, as they say, journeyman, Dennis Schroeder, my guy. We saw this coming into the season when um, when Fred Van Vliet went to Houston. You take a look at Toronto's depth chart and like who is going to play point guard for this team. And there was only one name. There, and it's Dennis Schroeder. He has been awesome for them, and he's been awesome for fantasy. The numbers have not gone away. He's He might even be getting better uh, as the season advances, and uh, I'm not going to say it's a huge shock or a huge surprise, but he's playing better than I thought he would, and I thought he was going to play well. So he's been pretty awesome. Schroeder is on my list as well. Sixth in assists in the NBA at 8.4 per game. 17, 3, and 8 basically is his three-cat line. 1.1 steals, two threes. He's been fabulous, and he's not been an efficiency guy um, every year of his career. He has been this year. 47 field, 40 from three, and he's been absolutely fantastic. Doc, we got some people in here that want to bounce questions off of us, so let's field some of these right now. Here, hold um, on up. Uh, which one do you want to do? I'm going to throw it up on the screen. Um, Ian Solis here on thoughts on Jalen Green and Scoot Henderson. And that uh, is pretty slick what you did right there. I like that a lot. Um, 
so on Scoot, I mean, he's hurt, right? I mean, you just put him on IL and he's going to come back. And um, you think, I mean, I guess, you know, you think of Scoot now with Simons out and Brogdon um, popped a hamstring last night. How long is he going to be out? So Scoot uh, may be really ready for takeoff when he comes back from that ankle, whenever that is. Now, in terms of um, who is the other uh, player that he, Jalen Green. Okay, Jalen Green is a buzzkill in fantasy. And last night, he was not, all right? Lakers were in town. He had 28-7-3, uh, made 11 of 15 shots in 21 minutes. But but therein lies the truth, because he only took 15 shots on a heater night, and he only played 21 minutes. Now, it was a blowout. Um, the Houston starters all played in the 20s last night. But um, you look, Doc, coming into last night's game, all five starters who are all very good, we're averaging between 14 and 18 points. It's a clear uh, uh, setup by Ime Udoka here. We are not, you know, here to have one guy score 25 a game. We are here um, to collectively do this, have everybody eat, and when everybody eats, everybody defends, and everybody does the dirty work and all the little things that, you know, that players get entitled about when they're not getting shots. Well, if you're eating, you're defending. And, and so I think that's the formula here. So, Doc, whereas – we might have thought that Jalen was going to go, you know, from 20 to 22 to 24 or 5 this year. He's at like 19 right now. And I don't see a whole lot of upside here. I, this isn't like a slow start and he's going to get it cooking. No, you've got Brooks, you got Van Bleet, you got Jabari Smith, and you got Shen Goon. I just think there's too many mouths to feed here. Yeah. And Dylan Brooks, and until the last game, was putting up huge numbers. Uh, another surprising guy. Uh, and, you know, I think we all wondered, are Van Vliet and and Dylan Brooks going to work? Uh, I Apparently it, it does. Uh, and it's bad news for Jalen Green. Like Jalen Green is not on an island by himself allowed to take as many shots as he wants. Like you said, they're spreading the ball around, um, trying to play team basketball, trying to make everybody, trying to turn that thing into a true team. And, and that's bad news for Jalen Green. I'd rather he was on an island and allowed to just do whatever he wants, but it's not the case. It's not the case. So, um, so let's go to uh, uh, another um, uh, question here by Guilford Wong. Trade pool for Beal. Oh man. Uh, can didn't I just happen? Didn't that just happen in real life? <laughs> it kind of did. I think Chris Paul was involved there somewhere too. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want either. There, I I don't want either. If I am so out on Bradley Beal, like I couldn't be more out. Like I'm out on Bradley Beal, like I'm out on Kyrie. Um, who else? Uh, Brandon Ingram, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Like these are not my guys. James Harden. These are not my guys. Okay. Ironically, I have Harden and Beal on my team in Cam Dynasty, my favorite team of all my teams, and it is what it is. I mean, they. Uh, I I tried to trade Beal. I literally, I canvassed the entire league for Bradley Beal. And I did not ask for a lot in return for Bradley Beal. Crickets, man. Every Your trade has been declined. Your trade has been declined. It's like, okay, I guess I'm just stuck with Bradley Beal here. Woo! 13-4-4 last night in 24 minutes. on. So you know how this is going to go. He's not going to play back-to-back. So, my God, the horror. Um, minutes restriction. I'm so done with Bradley Beal, dude. If I had to pick, I would take Jordan Poole just because I'm more done with Beal than I am with Poole. I'm exactly the same. I'm I'm not. I have I have not been a Beal guy ever, and I I call my my 
my golf buddy John Utterback. Sometimes I call him Johnny One Putt, and I, I like to call Brad uh, Bradley One Leg. Um, it's just he's done. I, I think he's cooked. Uh, I think Jordan Poole right now. I, I don't know that you want to trade Jordan Poole right now because I feel like you're selling low on Jordan Poole. Poole is he's got to get better than he's been. So uh, I think Rick and I are both in agreement that we are not trading. Uh, Jordan Poole for Bradley Beal. Guilford Wong also asked us, um, should we be trading Randall? Question mark. His shooting is horrific. Uh, look, Julius mm -hmm. Randall, um, the last couple of games has been very, very good. Um, last night he was awesome. 23, 16 and five. I'm a Julius Randall guy. I know there's going to be bad nights. I know he's going to have bad decision-making that leads to Nick losses, but damn, he's a 25, 10, and 5 guy. And there are like five of them in the NBA right now. So I'm a Julius Randle guy hanging in there with him. I would not trade him. Um, Doc, how about you? I mean, he can't shoot it this poorly all year, right? He's going he's gonna to be better. Uh, I think, uh, again, if we're trading Randle right now, you're, you're, you're selling low. And that's not what you want to do in the stock market or in fantasy sports. You want to you sell high. Um, so I, I don't think it's a great time to be to be trading uh, Julius Randle and Rick. If, if you are looking for another uh, uh, outstanding performer that succeeded expectations this year, I'm going to throw. I was just going. I was stealing all the guys off your list, so I'm going to throw Alper and Shingun out there because um, Alpi has been pretty awesome. Is, is Alpi on your list too? Uh, no, he's, he's, he's honestly kind of doing what I thought he was going to do. I mean, he's been fabulous, but this is kind of what I saw, right? About 17 points, about eight boards, about four assists. Like he's, he's in Steve, this is interesting because this goes back to my scouting of Shengun in the pre-draft process. He reminded me of DeMontis Sabonis, um, his great hands, great footwork. Uh, he's really smart and crafty and clever in the paint and around the rim. Um, he's a good playmaker. You can run offense through him. And I saw all of this looking at film of him um, playing for Besiktas or whatever damn team he was on. But he gave me uh, Sabonis vibes in the pre-draft process. And is he giving you Sabonis vibes when you watch Shengun and when you look at his stat lines? Yes. And he's he's gotten increasingly better with each season also. And, like, it's noticeable from season one to season two to season three. Uh, I drafted him. Uh, I drafted a lot of shares of Shingun. So uh, I thought it was going to happen. And I'm just glad that he's living up to the hype. Like he's he's certainly doing everything we could have asked for and a little bit more, I'd say. Rick, uh, the NBA, NBA season is here, as we know. It's November 9th. We're deep into this thing. We had 14 games, 28 teams in action last night. On behalf of our friends at Vivid Seats, let's get one thing clear. Nothing beats seeing your favorite team crush it on the court to the sound. Of thousands of screaming fans, every dunk, dribble, and every heart-pounding play of your favorite team, live and in person. And because Vivid Seats is the only ticketing company where you can earn rewards on every purchase, you can score amazing deals and unrivaled annual rewards all season long. Plus, with a 100% buyer guarantee, you can be sure your ticket will be as legit as your love for the game. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today and use promo code ROTOWIRE. For $20 off your first $200 purchase, that's promo code ROTOWIRE. $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com. Vivid Seats, experience it live. 
That's Steve Alexander. I'm Rick Hamlin. We're the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, and we are about out of time here. Uh, Guilford Wong uh, docs us. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Rick. Fantasy OGs, miss your show on NBA TV. Uh, Guilford, thank you for that. God bless you, man. I appreciate that. Um, I want to um, talk, you know, obviously here uh, about uh, some players who have uh, fallen short of our expectations, and I want to merge it with a question here from, uh, I believe it's Fork3. Um, and look at me. I just popped it up. Um, he says, ah, it's, it's sometimes I get this technology thing right. Um, he says, what do you guys think about Josh Giddy and Jabari Smith um, in nine cat? Uh, what do you think is expected? So um, for Jabari Smith, again, it's back to the Jalen. I mean, are, are we happy with Fred Van Vliet's numbers? I promise you Van Vliet uh, managers are not happy with his numbers, right? Again, we're spreading the wealth in Houston now. So what you're getting from Jabari Smith is what you're going to get from Jabari Smith. And that was my expectation coming into the year. I did not see a pop year from Jabari. Now, Josh Giddy, uh, Doc, is a player, maybe the number one player for me who is uh, falling short of my expectations. His points are down from 16.6 to 12.1, 7.9 rebounds to 5.9, 6.2 assists to 4.5, 48% field down to 40, 33 from three down to 24% from three. And minutes have gone from 31 to 28 because he's playing like such garbage that Mark Daniel is going with some other guys now. Okay, Josh Giddy has been a nightmare from my vantage point. And I, I'm not invested in him because I just saw too many dudes. Jalen Williams, Chad, SGA, Dort. No, it's too many guys. I, I didn't see a massive statistical year here from Giddy, um, who last year was 16, 8, and 6, like a Ben Simmons really fat stat line. We're not getting that. We're getting 12, 6, and 5 right now. Ew. Well, I think we were – I was worried about Jalen Williams getting enough run this year. That has not been a problem. Jalen looks looks pretty awesome. And and I think the fact that Jalen is playing well, Chet's playing well, Lou Dort – we haven't talked about Lou Dort, but, I mean, out of all the guys we've talked about today, he's the one I've been picking up off the waiver wire in most leagues – uh, 36 minutes last night, three triples, two steals, three blocks, uh, uh, big minutes every night. He had a hip injury. He played through it. Uh, and then there's Giddy, you know, those other starters are all getting 30 plus minutes a night. Giddy's getting, got 25, shot four of 11, kind of filled the stat sheet a little bit, but yeah, he's been, he's been weird and, and he's, you know, the thing is, the Thunder are five and three. The Thunder are nobody is going to want to see that team in the playoffs, right? No one. And Giddy knows that he doesn't need to have the ball in his hands all the time to be great on that team, uh, to be their general and just kind of hold things down while SGA is scoring 40 and nine, getting to the bucket whenever he wants. And Jalen Williams and Chet and Dort are firing up like. There's so many weapons on that team. Giddy is going to be more like a, a true point guard that just kind of runs the offense and sta- stands back and watches it all happen. So I I don't think he's going to be a focal point of their their offensive train. Uh, give the people a last word here, uh, Doc A, before we get out of here. You want to give them a player that's fallen short of expectations, tell them where to read your stuff, whatever. The floor is yours, brother. <laughs> Uh, I'll be writing. My mailbag should be up on RotoWire right now. Uh, thanks for all the questions on Twitter. And then I've got my risers and followers hitting ESPN tomorrow. That's That's been a big column over there at ESPN Fantasy. So uh, if you play Fantasy Hoops, 
at ESPN, it should show up right, right in your, right in your app, whatever, uh, tomorrow. And then last night was crazy, man. Uh, so many games. Giannis got ejected. Did you see the Giannis ejection? Um, I got, I got to dig into that a little bit. Um, I, I saw that it was uh, pretty garbagey. Uh, uh, from what I saw, I got, I got to look. I, I Porzingis got a tech last night for hanging on the rim when Horford hit him in the head from behind on the dunk attempt. It's like. He's not showing anybody up. He's trying not to die, okay? So you just hit a nerve with me, dude. And I saw uh, Jackson Hayes the other night for the Lakers. Now, he did do a pull-up on the rim, okay? But he also had a guy around him. I'm like, let it go. Why are we tacking these guys for that? Uh, and Giannis stared down the dude for like a second and a half. Like, it was mm-hmm. just like, and then he turned around to walk away, and they're like, bam. And he was second tech. He's gone. Yeah, I, the the people that are paying money to go watch Giannis play and spending a thousand dollars and taking their kid down there for that to happen, man, it, it's it's BS and it needs to stop. With that, Rick, are are you done? Do you have anything you need to plug? Hype? We're out, man. You got your you got your swag, your Roto Wire swag on. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll be on NBA Radio later today, two o'clock Eastern Time, at the Great Antonio Daniels. So, uh, if you want to follow me over there, or just stay put, we've got a ton of great content for you here on RotoWire. So, for Doctor A, I'm Cam. We'll see you next week, guys, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, right here, same spot on the RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.